0: Good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Corduff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow, and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company.
1: Okay, Carly. Both of us have just finished up launches and um, we both did things a little bit differently this time, so I am so curious to know from someone who found launches quite Mm, traumatising.
0: To say the least.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You totally rocked this launch of Find Your Freak from the outside. That's what it looked like anyway. And, you know, I actually didn't have any phone calls from you like, you know, fully questioning your self-worth or wanting to throw computers at the wall, etc. Myself, off the cliff. (laughs) Right. So I just wanted to know, how was it? what was it like for you? How did it feel? How did you go into this differently? And, and what were the results like?
0: Okay. So I guess I haven't really launched anything for quite a long time. Like the last official launch would have been Radcasters. And then it was just like launching the same thing again and again and again, same process, same sequence, same everything, just like pump it out. And it was soul destroying for me, so every launch, I would ring you just <laughs> hysterically crying because you know, in complete self-doubt and it was truly awful it was truly awful. And then, I guess since then, it's really just been like i i've I threw a through i um it's not really launched, but I held a retreat. I hosted a retreat, and mm-hmm. that was really just a put it out into my Facebook group and fill it. So so that wasn't really like a launch in the traditional sense of a launch. It was just something that I kind of thought might be cool. People said yes, so I did it. Other than that, it's just been the Mastermind, which was a collaboration, so that's a little bit different. You know, I haven't really done anything of my own, like my own content stuff for like three years which is a it has time. not
1: been three. Years. Radcaster
0: really? started in 2015. Holy what! I know. So, yeah,
1: that, that was last year, but obviously not. Yeah. Um, yeah so okay, so so and 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 I and I've watched you kind of shred that part of you. You know, just break free from the stories that had been created around. Why that was working, not working? Just the the trauma mm, of that trauma. stage, that was um, and you went into this. <laughs> it was. So, what did you do differently this time? And, um, well, yeah, like how you went into this completely differently. The process yeah. of even working out what find your Freak is was a completely different process.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, right? Like in three years, I've probably had a lot of ideas, mm. but I just <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but I just haven't like. There was nothing really, well, I was afraid. I was afraid of throwing something out there and then not having it fly. And I just didn't know if I could handle another rejection. So I didn't really create anything because I was afraid of failure, to be honest. I created my podcast. I didn't stop, you know, providing value and content in this world I just didn't charge anything for it. And so then I just kind of thought, well, you know, what do I actually want to do? And for me, it was just, you know, like, I think we covered in a previous episode, the things that I've done, like I've, I don't do email marketing anymore. I got rid of my email list and I had kind of questioned if I could launch something without an email marketing list, like, can that even be done? You know, I'm not that consistent. I haven't been consistent on Facebook, so. Uh, is this even going to work? But I just had this idea of find your freak and I just sat with it for a while, which is find your frequency because it, you know, it's like, it's, it's kind of just what I do find my own frequency. And then frequency has so many different meanings for me because it's like, I use my voice and it's the frequency of my voice and music and all this kind of jazz, like just finding your groove. And I just had this idea of like, so that, so that's cool. But what could I do with that? That would be really fun for me. That would, would take the more artistic approach to it rather than the entrepreneurial approach or the, the online business approach. And how could I just really try to do this thing and see if it works? If I just do it from a place of this feels good, I'll do that. How can I, how can I be more me in this? And how can I have more fun with this? How can I lose all the sense of duty and obligation that I felt in the past and just have this feel really high vibe, fun, groovy, but also obviously have a purpose for other people? And so I just had a thought, you know, I just approach this so differently. Like instead of the know your avatar, have a think about what they want, what problems do they have, blah, 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 blah instead of instead of that approach, I went differently. I was like, okay, so if I'm an artist and I'm creating my art in this world, I'm not necessarily creating it for a particular Susan who's 38 and drives a, you know, like station wagon with the kids in the back and she stays awake at night thinking about how to pay her tax bill. Like, instead of approaching it in that respect, I'm going to approach this as I would if I was creating a piece of art. So, what do I want to create? What do I feel called to express? And then just throw it out there as a, not just like, like obviously throw it out there consistently. So just invite people to come along for the ride. And, but no, no scarcity. I didn't want any scarcity other than the fact that there had to be an end date because it goes for a month, but no, like you're not enough. This is your pain. I'm going to push on your pain for a bit. Like, just like, Do it in a way that feels really fucking good to me. And so I did that. I just had the approach of like, this feels good. I'm going to do that. This feels fun. I'm going to do that. And
1: it worked. There's 27 people in that course now. It's so exciting. (laughs) So exciting. But can I just say this that I think, you know, with the whole avatar thing, I think that that doesn't. For someone who. Like you are talking to your people almost daily, mm. um, whether it be showing up in Facebook Live, in the show up, speak up group, posting on Instagram. You have, through showing up as you and putting yourself out there in your frequency, attracted people that you have actually gotten to know. So you might not know, you might not have done like an uh, uh, avatar thing, but without like, Subconsciously, because you know who you are and that people were well, getting to know who you are and people are being attracted to that. You did know who was in, you do know who is in your community, who you were throwing this out to. I'm just thinking like, um, if someone is hearing this and they don't have a social media page, they haven't shown up yet before, they haven't kind of. So then like, what have we got to lose? They're saying Right, but you didn't throw this out there. Like you are creating from a place of service and like art, but art to serve. And Art um, always serves. You
0: know, so like my brother is an artist. He He doesn't create a painting with someone in mind. He creates because he feels called to create.
1: Yes, but what I'm trying to say is it worked because you have been showing up because like you can't just throw something out there and be like, hey, this is here. It's an invitation. You have built your community. I I just don't want it to be taken for granted. The amazing work that you do for free, the amazing connections that you have, you have consciously built a community of people who feel very, you know, attracted to you in your own way. Like if someone was doing nothing at all they absolutely start from the ground up make an invitation but um there's a process through which you went through to find that piece of art that you knew in your heart was going to help the people who you have surrounded yourself with yeah but or am I overcomplicating? like you just it, it didn't matter if no one like yeah yeah pretty much
0: The thing, like, I think the thing is, right? Like, I think so often we think about service in, in what, you know, in like trying to figure out what's in it for them, what's in it for them instead of like just honoring the fact that we are creators. We are here to create. So what if we just created without having to have a, a purpose for it to exist other than the fact we want to create it? You know, I think like any time we try to put a box and rules around things, then we lose our um we lose our presence to it. Often, sometimes depending on who you are, for me, if I so what I've figured out through through all of the things that I've done is what is most important to me is that I can express from a place of presence. Right? From from yeah. a place of honesty. Who am I? Yes. You know, like from that mm. place, from the real me place. And where mm-hmm. I lose that, that sense of me is when I try to then create it with a greater purpose. So this comes back to finding your frequency, right? Yes. Sometimes it's best for us to go, okay, so we need my, like, it's like we do things the opposite way, right? So for you, you go, these are my people. How can I serve my people? I'll create that. And for me, I go, like, it's like an inside out way and an outside in way. So for me, I go, what do I need to create? Because when I create something that is from this place of presence within me, that honors me and where I'm at, then it finds a place in the world because it's come from this depth of me you know and of course what i am going through hits other people because they're going through that but that is not the reason and that is not the way that i that i create it's like an opposite way some people are fed by creating things for others and other people are are fed through you know as soon as i add an element of of pressure it feels like pressure for me to create and have it need to be something as soon as i add that layer on my creativity my muse she's gone so yeah, yeah. so it's about finding the frequency of how you want to show up in the world how you want to create and honoring that even if it doesn't make sense to anybody else you know
1: yes so, yes so much yes yeah
0: so that's so i just so while it may be that what I'm creating does land with people because I, I've created this community and they've been attracted to me because I'm me, you know, wow. for really no other reason than I'm me. And, mm-hmm. and so when I've created something now after serving them in some way by serving myself and speaking my truth, then, you know, then yeah, I'm going to have 27 people join. Because I have done that and I have consistently spoken my truth. So in in some way it is like it's exactly like you say, but in other ways it's very different because it's like I am just creating because I want to create and that's okay, you know? Like it's okay for that to be the driving factor for you. It's okay for you to not, not necessarily want to serve because serving to you feels like a heavy weight. Cool, we'll remove that weight. How can you remove that weight? How can you create from a place that feels good? And that was how I approached this launch. It was like, okay, there are rules and there are things that I should do, but what if I just went, fuck that, and I was like, okay, how can I be more me? How can I be more free? How can I, you know, how can I, how can I share in ways that feel really good to me even if they don't make sense? And mm-hmm. then I just did that, and it worked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was the best.
0: And it was the best because for the first time ever it was not like it was not like the end result or the outcome I had, uh was any way shape or form reflective of my value and the work's value because i would yes. have created it with happiness and joy whether there were two people there or 200 because i had removed the pressure from it needing to be
1: anything other than me creating something, you know? Totally. I, you know, with the last Back to You launch, um, I did a, a four-part um, overwhelm TV series live on Facebook. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do a three-part training or a challenge or something. I'm just going to do this so everyone can see it uh, and try something just brand new. Yeah. I love doing live Stuff um, and uh, you know send people reminders and just have conversations live on on Facebook. Let's just throw it out there and see if it works. But then, of course, on the back end of that was building to a webinar, which is like me basically presenting on stage, which is what I want to be doing more of. And this is just how I do it in the capacity of my life right now. And obviously, you know, as we shared in. A recent episode um, that had all its kind of dramas, but I still wouldn't change it because I love it. Like that's what I I love doing. People are like, oh, I can't handle launches; they're so stressful. But I actually I get a huge big buzz out of and the
0: webinars. Like you know, that's where you shine when you have yeah. when you have people that are expecting something from you. That is when you blossom and shine, and when you show up and are like rock life. Like if you, if I put that pressure on me of like, I need to convert, you know, 15% of these people into a webinar, then I lose, Like I cannot be present in that.
1: Yeah, right. So interesting. Where Whereas you, you I get so, so creative around yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So it's just yeah. that our, our creativity is expressed in different ways, I guess, you know, but also I think yes. it's like, um, you know, I think it's also important to honour that, like, Business doesn't have to look one certain way either, right? So, for example, right, like I'm in a position at the moment where I have killer copy. It's like the bread and butter, so it'll pay my wage and, you know, and a few expenses. And so there's, there is there is a level of freedom where I can be like, well, I'm going to take my time with this. I'm going to figure out what feels right for me. And what I've realized is that my old dream of having the team and working on creating a big company is actually not what I want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. then, then it's been, okay, so how can I make this? How could this feel good? How could, how could this new business of mine, my personal brand business, how would I want that to look? And it's like, well, I don't want to have all the expenses attached to it. I don't mm-hmm. want to have you know i don't want to be worrying about cash flow all the time because that has been a big issue that i had with killer copy um you know i don't i don't want to be doing this just to pay my bills mm. i want to create something that has more profit in it and that doesn't require isn't reliant on others other than me you know so so not like not having the email marketing not having the facebook ads because I just want it to be me. So that's the way that I'm doing business right now because that feels really good mm-hmm. to me. And you mm-hmm. have this incredible team that you're working with and a culture and an environment where um you know business and personal growth kind of come together and that's what you're working on and like both feel good.
1: Yeah. And I think um you know as I am um, as I am um, as it grows, there's things that I think right. Like I'm glad I experimented with that because now I know that's not the way I want things to go. Or uh, as I as it grows, I can see what it's really missing. Even although it is so much, I I want uh, more personal interaction. Like to have a little office or something like that would be so good for me. Um, but, you know, most of that will I'm hoping will kind of come be when the TV show airs and I'm out and about meeting people because when I'm, when I'm taking my gear and I'm going to do interviews, I feel on top of the world. Yeah. So it's like how to free up and automate the business to do the business things so I can get into that front end playful um, space is really you know where I want to go and I am so grateful that I have an um, extraordinary team who help make things happen <laughs> in the background but it's no joke like there mm. are therefore I am paying people month after month and sometimes you invest in the wrong people and that's a yes. really big deal Side's a really away. big deal yeah. um I would say that I'm learning so much about about that side of things because it's, it's kind of no joke when you're supporting when you're supporting your family <laughs> with your business and you're like Ooh, right like the bigger these things get the more people I pay is that what I want is that the business model which is exactly where you're at um, um, it's exciting to try new things it's exciting to um, sink into. Like, I can only know what I know so far. I've never
0: run run my own business before. I've just got to experiment. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't not do something for the fear that we might not like it when we get there, right? It's like, you have to do it. So then you can go, okay, so now I have the team and the office, but mm, that doesn't feel right. So then- you know, you have to have enough gumption to be able to go, okay, so what do I want? All right, well, I want that. So let's work towards that. Like right now I'm in this place where I still have a team for killer copy. It's just really Neil and me and talent. Um, but, but I don't really want a team for my personal stuff that might change. I might, I might be doing it this way for a little while. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I could really use some help now because I want to take things to a bigger level and I need someone on board. It's about, like, honouring where we're at kind of thing. So it's like, you know, and, and yeah, and not not taking action because you're afraid that you might get trapped there. If you get trapped there, you can always find
1: an out, you know, Right, I think that we can kind of definitely get caught in a this is the way to do things, totally. this is. like Even just that whole laptop lifestyle thing that I think people kind of create their own business and like this doesn't feel like freedom to me mm. or this doesn't feel like, what do you mean? I haven't gone on a holiday for three years. And um because we've created in our head a story of what this is meant to look like. So we have to be able to kind of check in all the time and go, hey, what did I love and not love about that last launch or that last quarter or, you know, this past year? What do I need? Like, is this serving me? Because I could go get a job here, um, <laughs> you know, and and I think that's the beauty of it all. Uh, but it's really hard to know. Like I just, I threw out the group coaching offer. Yeah, like, I think it's time. Like people ask me for this all the time. Uh, I, you know, like all things new, we have resistance to new ideas. And I just thought, what if I don't create a crazy sales page? I don't invest a whole lot in the front end. I just tell people in a video exactly what I want to do. So put a few emails out there and see what the response is. Without, you know, I didn't build a list for this. I didn't do a launch. I did run a webinar because I thought, a lot of people were opening the emails and I did offer people to have a Skype chat with me, but I thought maybe they maybe that's too intimidating. Maybe they think I'm gonna be pushy on a sales call or something. But it was really for them to just ask me whatever they wanted. And for me to also say, probably not for you, or probably yes, this would work for you. And that was really good. Everything about it felt really good and easy. And but people were like, oh, uh, you know, this has kind of come out of the blue. Are you going to run it again? And I was like, truthfully, no idea. Mm. No idea. I don't know if I'm going to really love this. Um, I'm certainly going to go all in with these people over the next three months. But I don't know, maybe it'll burn me out. Maybe it'll, I I, I really, I don't know. Um, But it was time for me to just give it a crack and do it in as You know, MVP, minimum viable product as possible, which is something I'm a really big fan of, especially when you launch something for the first time that you've got no idea whether people will buy or not. Um, you know, so many people sit in the content creation space, um, and forget that they need to be, you know, there needs to be people to buy it. Um, no matter how many people that is, there needs, you need to be talking to people. Um, so yeah. I was I was really, really stoked with that with that launch. Once again, it was a completely different way for me to do things. So we both kind of opened up a launch in a completely different way. Both learnt lessons. Like what would you say the biggest lesson was for you?
0: The biggest lesson for me has just been the confirmation that I can like I don't have to apologize that I like to do things differently. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have to look at what
1: everyone loves about you, Carly.
0: (laughs) You know, but, but the thing is like, I have this, this little critic inside my head that goes, Oh, self-sabotage. But it's like, it's not self-sabotage. It's not self-sabotage. It's me just doing it the the way that, yeah, I'm actively choosing this because I've, I've done the, I've done business and life the other way and it never works because I'm never satisfied because I have. You know, I haven't honoured myself in the process. So, for me, the I guess the key lesson has been that um, that I'm not I'm not a complete failure. <laughs> oh, Carly, Jesus! <laughs>
1: Everyone is rolling their eyes right now, going, what do you mean but you but failing? you know, like
0: more more than that, it's that that I that that I can do I can do business in a in a in an approach that might not be. Um, the 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 way, but it's my way, and it works for me. And we'll do. I'm not going to sell you that that's the way everyone should do it, but it works for me. So awesome! Yeah, yeah.
1: And then you'll put it out a second time and learn lessons from that, maybe. And then, or maybe it's just one piece of art that sits on the wall, and you know, and and who knows? you, You create the next thing. Yeah, yeah. I know this is the thing. Yeah, totally. What about Um, you? My biggest lesson is (laughs) I probably made more profit from that launch than I have in many other launches where I've served a heap more people, Mm. a heap offered so much free content. And created like, you know, creating that those trainings and all of that sort of stuff, it costs money. Yeah. And time and everything. And this was just like it was practically a pure profit launch. And that blew my mind. That it could be that like that also that people think that well that I can help people at a level where they would spend two and a half grand to work with me um you know i just yeah i th- that that has kind of even like we've got the mastermind but i think because that's you and me yeah. there's always more like, I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, of course they want access to Carly. <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, that's sort of a. And I'm like,
0: well, the only reason it worked is because Lisa is the golden goose. Because if I did it on my own,
1: <laughs> golden goose. <laughs> um, you no, know, it's, it's a, that is a really unique offering, that mastermind. Yeah. And, um, I just love it so much. And so this was, this was me going out and going, okay, I think I've learned enough so far in this business journey to really be able to help people shift the needle and do a bit of a 90 day kind of sprint. Let's, let's just try this. Let's just put it out there. And people are like, yeah, you're the person. Yeah, let's do this. And I'm like, what? So I don't take that lightly. I take that really, really seriously. It's made me realise that there probably is room for higher end um, products in my business. It just surprised me uh, and delighted me that it could be like that. And really, it's just the work that I have been doing and investing in myself all these years and that people are watching me try different things and um, be very honest about, like, through this podcast, very honest about, like, it's not all fucking roses.
0: Oh, fucking no, it
1: isn't. (laughs) You know, if I had it all sorted you know, but then I thought that was the thing. I don't need to wait till it's all sorted to be able to help people Mm. move from where they are to where they want to be. And I think that is a story that I've told myself a lot in this business. Well, I mean, if I I knew how to run a business, maybe I could help other people, (laughs) but I am doing it. It's just that, you know, sure, it might not be to the, you know, $10 million mark, but I've gotten myself here. I've learned lots of lessons, and I really love motivating people and helping people. So, just going to roll with it and see. Yeah. But that was a that was a big lesson to learn. That I spend a lot of my time selling very low priced products, and I do because scale matters. I absolutely use Facebook ads. Scale matters to me and and my business, and uh, and as Facebook ads get more and more expensive. I, I need to think a little bit more creatively if I still want to serve people at that level. I need my my business need has and I've always been a big fan of multiple streams of income. Um so I'm not just relying on one stream, too much pressure. Uh that then I need to um I need to be creative with with my offerings. And so it was just a really fun to do and now, you know, I get to kick off and actually help people build their businesses. Like, can you imagine? Like, it's so cool. Yeah. It is so yeah. cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I think we've pretty much said it all. That's it. I mean, so at the end of the day, both our, both our launches were, like, you know, surprisingly delightful. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Which is yeah. good because it was only, like, was it last episode or the episode before where you were like how to bounce back from a major (laughs) fuck-up. So this is the thing, like your current offer isn't like, isn't the rest of your life. Like, you know, my whole story with failure was I had a business that failed and then I had this story around failure. So all of the things that I launched failed, you know, Or, or gave me evidence that I made mean that I was a failure. Radcasters was not a failure. I had over 130 people do that course. Yet I tell myself it was a total failure, you know, it yeah. wasn't. But um, so I guess the point is like just because you something isn't working now and you're in a place, maybe you're in a place where um, you are feeling like, you know, you're fucked up and you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you can't have a surprisingly delightful launch next time doing something completely out
1: of the box. <laughs> this is the thing. When, when I say, like, everything is happening for us, Yeah, I would not, if, if the Back to You launch had reached the targets that we invested in for, I wouldn't have put this group coaching offer out there probably. It was absolutely something I did to try and recover from that launch. And it taught me perhaps... One of my most valuable lessons in my business so far, Mm. you know, you don't have to be a low end, like, business all the time. There is a bigger offer inside you that can really help people. That's huge. I would not have launched this program if I had reached my goal with Back to You. So, it's all happening for us.
0: Absolutely. And it just takes one little thing like that to crack open. Like it, for me, I guess one thing that has really highlighted for me, this like having the, having people actually buy find your freak is that now I can see possibility. I can see possibility for things that I can do in the future, new offers I can throw out there where before I was so afraid of that because I felt like nothing had worked. And now it's like I've just been cracked open and everything is possible.
1: it's the best position to be in. And I really, you know, especially like for our masterminders and all that sort of stuff who just get on and just offer stuff, it is the best thing. Because once you're out there, you're out there. You've moved past the procrastination point. And um, that is a horrible place to be stuck Mm -hmm. in. All your potential is just existing inside you and not for the world. And... Mm -hmm. Um. This is the thing with online business. You can be nimble. You can just throw stuff out there. You can you can do whatever the fuck you, you can want. Be nimble as fuck. <laughs> exactly. And so I just think you know, if ever like. Yeah, and you know, I would love you to break out into Fleetwood Mac. You can go your <laughs> own way,
0: because I can't sing. I have to learn that on my ukulele,
1: and then you would make my life. I will perform.
0: That it. That could be my theme song. I will song. perform it for you in <gasps> the in the sharp speak up group, or maybe I could even do it in Keeping Good Company. I will learn it. Do it. I'm writing it down. Learn favorite song Fleetwood in the world. Mac. Me too.
1: Yeah. Maybe I should contact Fleetwood Mac and see if that could be the <laughs> opener for my TV show. <gasps> could you imagine?
0: Uh, Lisa, ideas caught up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a big one over the weekend. But anyway, that's in a whole other podcast <laughs> fucking episode. All right, dude. All right, dude. Until next week. Do it your way.
0: for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.